Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to get underway. Well, hey everyone! Welcome to Coming of Age. <laughs> welcome, guys. Uh, welcome. This is our little Legion minisodes. We're talking about Chapter Ten today, and uh, whether you like it or not, we have the voices in your head right now. We um, are. And uh, this is one voice. This is Chase Cummins, and this is another voice. That is Alan Loosebra. And are we lying or are we telling the truth? Uh, we're a little more straightforward this time around, actually. I think we are. I think. <laughs> I think this episode answered a lot of questions that and I was having. And also took the plot a lot further. Way further. Which is awesome. So awesome. Uh, it, <laughs> this episode also made me uh, ask a lot of questions. And mm. I'm starting to question myself on where the fuck this season's going to go. Yeah. But it made you ask less questions questions that are like quizzical to the actual like plot like, of what's the show. happening like, in front of me you're just like because that's most of the feelings i feel even like like last week i feel like i i missed so many things because i was trying to because i was trying so hard to think so much like okay i'm gonna need to like know this i'm gonna know this and i was just like oh my god this is so confusing and uh, i forgot everything that happened <laughs> but i yeah. watched it again and i'm like oh, okay well when i watched it the second time the first episode the second time it uh i followed it a lot easier yeah i, sure. I followed what was happening a lot more and i don't know if that's because it was the second time i watched it or because we talked about it right afterwards i think it's because i get excited it and, won't, yeah. and it's exciting it's in front of me and i'm like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i'm not I'm, you miss things yeah <laughs> i definitely miss things there are several things i missed in the first episode before we recorded mm-hmm. that i picked up on the second view it's great uh, but uh this episode starts super fucking colorful and yeah. kind of like a carousel uh like the top of a carousel i think that's exactly what it was yeah and but a, like turns into Lenny's sucker as well. Yeah. She's like licking it and it's David and Oliver and Lenny all on this carousel. And they're just like talking about like, uh, they're kind of negotiating the plan yeah. of like getting the body back kind of. Yeah. They're like, all right, are you like, you gonna do it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it immediately starts with there being like uh, at least they're they're telling the audience that David is cooperating with. Uh, yeah, exactly. Baruch. He is talking to them, and yeah, and that is like the person he's like talking to when he and keeps like asking if if they think he knows uh, or they if they know what what he what's going on. If they know everything in the first episode, you realize he actually is collab like or you know, colluding with them. Yeah, exactly. It's great. And then it, it goes to it goes to that scene with Oliver in the field. Yes. And it's like you've seen it later in the episode as well. It's got this little fortune teller stand there. It's like the astral field on the astral plane where like it 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 kinda shows you that he's been talking to Farouk. Later on you find out. Like, kind of seems like a meeting place. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
Um, it's like they're meeting their their spot in the astral plane. Yeah, it's in the astral field. And he goes, I mean, he's just talking to himself and being silly, Jermaine Clement, and being he's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. It's like if Jermaine Clement and uh, Jeff Goldblum were in a movie together, the fucking world would explode. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, it's just Ooh, like, man. <laughs> oh, I want Jeff Goldblum to be in Legion now. You've, <laughs> yeah, you've got that in my head. It's the egg. You've you've planted the egg. If in my he was head. just like. I feel like him and Carrie would like do some shit. Like he would be another scientist or something. With, but with, like I feel like that role is already filled. Like Jeff Goldblum is so weird. But like there's already like Carrie's such a weird. Carrie's awesome. Awesome guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love him. I love when he's doing the stuff. Uh, the the stuff with David in the tank, and he's dancing every time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like using like fucking quarter inch cables and doing modular synthesizers making that that fucking brain music man yeah that's awesome it's awesome it's what a cool way also uh when in this episode when both carries were like morphing back together and they were like doing the weird like wave thing oh yeah like with their arms that's so cool they do some weird stuff um, it was also weird how they <laughs> merged this time. Yeah. 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 Well, well, here we get that in a second. Um, we get a second. Uh, they, we finally like find out, uh, that the androids are called vermilion. I don't, I don't know if that's a thing in a comic. They, they talked about that though. I think mm. Tonomy was saying that, uh, him and David are having a conversation. Is that his name? The Tonomy guy who can read dreams. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yes. And uh, they were just kind of talking about them. He's like, like they don't trust me. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, how many of them are there? And like, just kind of little facts about them. Um, and then we get that like hallway scene. Of, oh, oh, of of Oliver and Oliver and Lenny, like walking through, dancing and like turning people into jive ash. into each other <laughs> turning people into ash or dirt or whatever it is yeah. and, and uh, pigs yeah and fish <laughs> and fish that's awesome and it's like the f- music is so like haunting and that it's like like from a scary movie yeah yeah for sure <laughs> it's awesome there's lots of like synth music in this like it, it reminds me of like a, t- a toned down john carpenter score or something like a stripped down John Carpenter. I feel like score. John Carpenter is very stripped down. He's so stripped down. I know, but it's like even more because it's it's just like bass sounds with a little bit going on in the back. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, it's like true. really stripped down synth, but it really sets up mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so awesome. <laughs> I love it. And like all the hallways and everything. Well, the way they shoot the hallways is crazy, and yeah. I don't That's know like how from, they do from that. Episode one. Yeah. <laughs> The, the lens they're using or something it just makes those hallways look and we the like, fact that they're using we, these lights we can't are, even like talk about the production of the show because it's just in every episode it's so good it's like yeah we we <laughs> and when people who are listening to this have seen it so we're sorry guys you yeah. are appreciating the same visuals yeah we just had, i guess we have to mention it we're just yeah, like what the hell like, that looks crazy um he, so david is talking to the vermilion and they're talking about uh like where he's trying to find his body and they start mentioning the Migo order. Yeah, the monks. That yeah, the monks, like in the Migo order. And like they knew where uh 
the Shadow King's body was when it got like put away, like the, like uh, the the monks they, were the ones who took the body. And, yeah, they and they hit the it, and, and they so, hit uh, it. One of those monks would know where it is, and that's why he's trying to find one of the monks. But supposedly they've been or like eradicated or they've been destroyed or whatever mm-hmm. and there's none left but they, they mentioned miser sunday as a name oh. i'm pretty sure that's what they say they only say it one time and he's like who and they're like oh like <laughs> they don't like say it again she literally goes it's before your time yeah yeah, yeah. and they're like well they mentioned a name yeah that's probably <laughs> gonna be important eventually <laughs> it's a reference to something um, but the androids seemed to, at least to me, seemed to think that, that they knew where the monk was. Yeah. Like they were, they, there was a, a monk that they were hiding. Exactly. Yeah. Like a singular. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I think, yeah, it's definitely meant to be that way. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> There's a motherfucking monk out there. We're going to find him next episode. Well, and I think the end of this episode really showed yeah that yeah. absolutely that's totally what's gonna happen yeah for sure i can't wait to find the monk <laughs> should be john c Riley. oh my from God. anger management <laughs> I, yeah that'll be hilarious i think they showed the monk already though oh did they yeah it's the guy at the end oh in the room. okay so that is the monk i didn't even think about that i keep on thinking that that, that, that guy is uh a like another entity of amal farouk i i've i've thought that since now <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that, but too. I didn't even think about him wearing monk clothes. Yeah, and he was wearing the monk clothes in the club, and the, and he sees him in the club, and then ah, buena. So and I, he's just kind of traveling through. No one's really. I don't know. It seems like David has noticed him for sure. But, yeah, but I, I okay. So I feel like that club is part of the astral plane. Like the way yeah. that they present, like obviously they found For him sure. in a club, so like they're making reference to a physical club in the in the first episode. But it seems to me that like his communication with Oliver and Lenny in the club was part of the astral plane, and the monk was there and part of that experience. So almost it seems to me that the monk may be able to enter the astral plane. Yeah, and he's like absolutely communicating with David. He's like almost observing. Yeah. Yeah. He's like just strolling on through. <laughs> exactly. And he's aware that who's he's he's aware of who's around him, mm-hmm. but he's just watching. Wow. So interesting. I'm I'm gaining new insights right now. <laughs> <laughs> um but so with this in mind, David's trying to get ahead of Farouk and like He's not trying to figure out where he is now because he's getting tricked. So he's trying to figure out where he's going to be. But he wasn't being tricked. David wasn't truly oh, tricked. Yeah, that's he true. was including. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> David was in on it. Mm-hmm. And so uh the, I want to know what the fucking music box was with Sid. Yeah. Her reaction sure. to that was just so interesting they focused on it. Yeah, that was really interesting. And she brought it up again later and said it bothered her. And, and dude, the transformation with like the mirror into her child self and how much it looked like her in her eyes, I was like, what? It was great. <laughs> it looked so it good. It was great. Oh my God. Yeah. I loved that. It was awesome. Um, but he does, he does, he, that's what he says. David says he's going to try to get ahead of Farouk. And then they do multi-dimensional perception. Okay, so that yeah, <laughs> that part where he tries to get to get over the dimensional planes or whatever, and he ends up 
going into the like some kind of future astral plane and communicating with future Sid on a multi timeline. Okay. I want to know what you think about this, but it seemed to me the way she answered his questions about him that he wasn't necessarily dead, but that version of him, like the nice him was dead. Mm. Like he, he didn't die. He turned evil. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that's what she was talking about. And so she, she misses the sweet. Absolutely. David. That's like, a, that's absolutely what it is. Yeah. That's, that's what I thought. But that it has she was to saying. be. Yeah. But I feel like he turns, I think he's going to turn evil no matter what. <laughs> that's the great, I think he's in this weird corner where he's going to end up having to compromise his values and he's either going to become evil after killing Farouk and then something else happens in that timeline, like in that timeline, or he's going to help Farouk and Farouk is going to ultimately lead to like Sid's death or something like that. And he's going to turn evil again anyways. Yeah. There's not going to be awesome balance. <laughs> it's no, 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 going to no, no. be the the scales are going to be tipped in some way and in a probably very tragic way. I feel like it's going to be more tragic, mm-hmm. like at least in the other timeline, the one where he turns evil, but Sid's still alive. She's yeah, exactly. still alive and she still loves him. But I think I think the tragic situation here is she's going to end up getting killed because of his him, him trying to save her. And then yeah, and even like, it. and it's going to be the delusion. What if that's the delusion? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This show's crazy. This show's fucking crazy. You can theorize all yeah, you want. No, you can go anywhere. I'm, I realized right when I said that, I was like, now I could just, you could take this anywhere. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my God. Um, but we okay. We didn't even talk about the scene that I, I actually want to talk about that leads up to uh, the Carrie like morphing together scene where it goes awry. So when uh, Lenny and Oliver are going through the hallway and like invading Division Three, yeah, pretty much turning all the kids into shit <laughs> and like <laughs> yeah. telling her to run away, and then they run into Carrie. Remember? Yes. And they fucking. Uh, Girl Carrie yeah. <laughs> jumps out is like, and Doc Carrie's like, I'm scared, and gets fucking pulled through the ground by Lenny, and just insane shit's happening. You're like, oh my god, and so he like gets all fucked up from the spoon. She like taps his spoon, and he like shakes, and then Oliver gets huge, and it's like weird, like kind of. It reminded me of the. Um, scene in american gods yes yeah the sex scene yes where she gets really she big yeah. <laughs> yeah into her yeah it reminded me of that kind of shit it did look a lot like uh-huh. that because it didn't look like he was like it looked like he was trippy big like not like actually big but like metaphorically big, big. on the screen yeah. <laughs> like it was he weird was, he was just yeah. towering over mm-hmm. her yeah and it, I think it was like him representing one of her biggest fears. She like gets frozen and can't move. And then he becomes larger than her and something she, she can't possibly hope to defeat. And that's like her biggest fear is feeling that helpless. I yeah. feel like that's what he was doing. He's like fucking with her. And then they, they morph back together when they, when they all, everyone gets back together, but it's wrong and it's wrong. And there's an arm sticking out. Oh and then God. also it's just, uh, it's in, it's more in girl carry. Yeah. The womanly carry 
is the body that the vessel that they both travel in now. Yeah. And they hate it. They both hate it. <laughs> yeah. They both hate it a lot. They have such a great vibe. I love them so much. It's a great character. Dude. It's such an interesting character. And I love, uh, that one scene where, uh, Carrie is talking to David and she says, Oh yeah, that, uh, he said, that's okay. And he's like, who said that? He's like, oh, I have have voices in my head too. (laughs) Like kind of like thing where it's like, (laughs) like like, David almost forgot like that she was also like, he was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. There's another personality in there. (laughs) There's so many people, you said it after that happened. There's so many people in the show that have voices in their head. Yeah. It's so interesting. And I I loved that scene where David was just like, what are you, what? Like, (laughs) yeah. He like forgot. Yeah. Just like (laughs) merely because it was like flipped around i don't know yeah he's not it was, used to it was it. a great joke i love the the uh, the humor is awesome there's a lot of humor in this episode there was mm-hmm. a lot more humor in this episode most of it has to do with like david's like demeanor. just his demeanor and personality yeah just like how he takes things and like reacts to things he's They're, playful he's kind he, of like spider-man a little older like he's got that playful uh, yeah, a dark, very dark, dark, darker, dark, darker, darker, but, but like his attitude, I'm talking about his attitude more than anything. It's like he, he make, makes little jokes and like, he's kind of happy go lucky for the most part. Yeah. Like, like in he, very intense situations. He takes things in stride. Cracking he, up. He's always like cracking smiles when he's about to go to the <laughs> astral plane and shit. It's like, he's having a good fucking time. <laughs> and whenever something weird happens, he'll just be like, Whoa. What was that? I don't know. He's got this. Like, do a weird eyebrow raise yeah. and look around. <laughs> Makes a one-liner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he's a little funny. You got waffles? Yeah, the first thing he says, waffles. <laughs> um, it's my kind of superhero. Um, so when he goes through that multi-dimensional... <laughs> perception thing and it's just the 2001 a space odyssey sequence (laughs) yes where it's all the pink neon light and then also his face just morphing in the water so cool it was great and the music came back it was kind of like that dance uh like sequence music (laughs) so good i love that that's a great so much yeah yeah i'm happy it came back yeah i think they're probably gonna bring it back a few more times Mm -hmm. i feel like it's gonna be like a theme like a musical theme through the season yeah and then so he is, he literally goes in the future. Yeah. And is talking to Sid. Which is this audio, the sound design on that. Oh, is and also he's like staticking yeah. through it. Like it. it's like the connection isn't fully clear. Like yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. It's so good. I'm so glad they introduced his time traveling powers in the show. It makes it so interesting. Yeah, oh, it's fucking amazing. And he literally was just like, "All right, like I'm gonna do this." Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love that he tries to read her mind, and then it's just a little too much to like mm-hmm. read the mind of someone in the future. in the future. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was also reading that uh, he he kind of fucks shit up in the comics, like from time traveling. Oh, I know. I've like, read a lot about that. Him and Barry Allen are like kings of fucking shit up. They've like <laughs> fucked so many timelines up. <laughs> And then they're just like, whoopsies, and they fix it, kind yeah. of. We're gods. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> so let's try to fix it. It got worse. Whoopsie-daisy. <laughs> Whoopsies. He's he's an anti-hero in the comics, though, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, or mostly a villain. Yeah, he kind of flips. Yeah, he goes back and forth. <laughs> yeah. 
I like I was reading in the comics he like um he has all these variety of different powers but he's like actually schizophrenic and so or has multiple personalities and so each personality has a different set of powers and yeah. that's why he has so much and then he eventually gains like he gets like a like a device that allows him to control and switch between those personalities at will yeah and so he can finally it's like his power is having all of these other personas that he can choose from uh, and he can control them and he can control them and that's when he becomes more of like a hero and less of like a fucking crazy person <laughs> fucking shit up all the yeah. time yeah <laughs> but he's still kind of like plays against the rules Mm-hmm. And his hair, action, his I hair in the it. comics is so great. It's How awesome. It like, honestly, like, it, they did pretty good. Like, you can kind of see it, see it there. Yeah. But it's like, um, oh my god, it's it's like uh, the cramps. <laughs> that yeah, fucking... he's got that crazy like big hair. Yeah, I love that so much. It's wonder, totally what it reminds me of. I wonder if they'll ever do that in the show, like season four or something. He's like just yeah. full on fucking nuts. Or looking. like even if it's just like some scene yeah. uh, that's like a little psychedelic or something where they like stretch his head out and his hair like goes like yeah. that or something. Just like that'd something small where it's like, hey. That's him in the comic books. <laughs> that'd be cool. That'd be very cool. I can see it. But uh, um, Sid and david are talking the future sid and david are talking and she's like i never thought i'd see you again like this and it's just like that's like some intense shit yeah and that's when they start talking about him like kind of kind of you're getting the vibe that he's either gone evil like he doesn't seem like he's dead because she says like you're not dead you're different right yeah something like that and you're like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like i miss you when you're sweet yeah oh yeah not a sweetie it's it's the wording she uses that makes it sound like that he's not physically dead but that personality is yeah is basically gone and then he's unrecognizable she like brings up a new threat pretty much but it it sounded to me like it would be him but then i don't know if that's accurate or not yeah yeah like but he might be part of the the, he's like what's killing everything Mm -hmm. it's very strange it's so crazy that'd be that would be not okay so that would be nuts if it's him killing everything and then he ends up stopping himself from killing everything only to become evil again i I mean i don't know there's so many different ways they could take the show but there's a lot of it's like definitely i think they're definitely entering into like multi-timeline i mean they already have now there's like a there's like the potential for two different timelines but i feel like they're gonna really like go crazy by the end of this season i love it it's yeah. so great fuck it's just a show where i have no clue what's going to happen next mm-hmm. and it's so fun to just talk about what could happen and then it, also yeah. just watch and then like, just watch like... and see what they do because no matter what they do it makes sense like at least so far everything they've done it leads into the next decision like it, there is like a thread there that you can you can grab onto and you don't have to reach really far to find it yeah exactly but when you're when you're done with an episode you're only partway through the story or whatever you're like i have no clue where this thread is gonna take me i can only guess yeah and, and, uh, and usually i'm wrong hopefully i'm wrong yeah i like to be wrong <laughs> yeah in a good way yeah and, yeah you know no, there's some shows where you're no just like i know it's either gonna be this or this and then it ends up being one of those things yeah and he's like well like what the fuck uh new threat what happened to mal farouk <laughs> it's like and you, then uh, you killed him 
and like when what? You bashed when? his brains in. <laughs> you bashed his brains in in the desert a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> a week from now. A week from, a week from now. now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. A week from now, in his timeline. Yeah. And she's like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like holy that's shit. That's really that's that's a that's next Tuesday. <laughs> That's when we watch again. That's when we watch when the we next get to Legion. See, that's when we get to see the peek into the, the Legion world. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. That's how it works. Yeah, that would be great. It's like things were happening in the six days. We're not there. And that day, we just literally just, what's what happened? All right, guys, we finished the episode. <laughs> it took us six days. It's like South Park. Yeah, six days there. It's super easy to do a show like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so easy. <laughs> oh my god uh that was fucking insane for me though like when like because i don't think that's gonna happen i don't think he's going to kill amal farouk i don't think so either I that way now like, he's got sid on his side in the present because he tells her what, what was mm-hmm. going on kind of um i think that something else is gonna happen yeah i think so as well and also they're kind of I don't know. But it's, so kind of joining up. <laughs> there's so many things that are throwing <laughs> me for a loop. So like when they introduce Amal Farouk and you finally get to hear Amal Farouk talk in Amal Farouk's voice, at least from what we think is Amal Farouk's voice, he, uh, uh, he I liked him. I loved him. I loved him. I loved him so fucking much. I want to much. see more. And he, there was something about him that made me think he was uh, like he kept his word to a certain extent. And when he was like, especially when he was like, if you help me, I'll owe you a huge debt. And mm. I, it's not something I take lightly. There was something about his character and the way that he was presented that that was accurate, that he's not fucking lying. And you can believe that as like, he's not being un- unreliable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that changes everything for me in my head because now he becomes an anti-hero to a certain extent. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like making compromises within himself, you know, and... Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. He he's like making compromises with whoever he has to make compromises with to get what he wants, but he'll honor those choices, I yeah. guess. I don't know, it's interesting. So I don't know if that's actually how they're gonna play the character, but that's what I got out of that scene. And that complicated things for me because now I'm like, well, I don't want them all to die now because I want more of that fucking guy. I love that fucking guy. That was awesome. He's so awesome. He's like flipping in between. I couldn't tell. Like, like I almost want him to become David. I thought mentor. he was speaking French for a second. He and was. He was speaking French. Yeah. Okay. He was like flipping back and forth. French and English. <clears throat> and I don't know. Some of the scenes, it just didn't even sound like French to me. It's probably just me. <laughs> it's, no, they were doing this weird, like, he was going back and forth in a weird way. It's where it, it almost felt like he was speaking in one language. It was very, yeah, it was a little strange. It was cool. It was very cool. <clears throat> it was Jesus. very cool. He's, he's like talking about how they're both gods and stuff. And like, we're the, like, we're the creators of our reality. Yeah. Like we can fuck reality. What is reality? <laughs> like, yeah. what are you talking about? And he, uh, also they like they refer to him as like the tapeworm like that's like his title yeah as well oh shit girl and uh oh shit the tapeworm you got a tapeworm like talking about he brings up john lennon which i thought was honestly like kind of weird <laughs> like like is this like bigger than jesus so it's the yeah exactly was, yeah yeah exactly he, he had to mention john lennon to get to jesus but i was like john lennon like uh who, 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 you don't fucking care who John Lennon is, right? Like, yeah, I think he was just making a point. 
<laughs> it's from a writing perspective, not a God perspective. It's like, don't mention John Lennon and Jesus, dude. You're bigger than them. Come on, man. <laughs> Write a song about it. Uh, but then they do their little dancing, wrestling thing, and that's pretty fucking awesome, too. That was awesome. And then the way they challenge each other was awesome with like him going, you're playing the wrong game and then turning into a samurai and then David turning into a tank and then him turning into a, like a tornado storm. Mm -hmm. I, I was just like, this, this is a cool escalation <laughs> of things. Yes. <laughs> that was so awesome. Him turning like, Oh my God. You know, the tank that was just so funny too. Yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Um, and then like at the end of that scene, so he's like, they're like, all right, let's find your body. I agree. I'll help you find your body. No more killing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He makes him promise not to kill And he's him. like, all right, fine. It's I promise. Fine. And you're just like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know but it kind of seems, kind of seems legit. Yeah. Kind of seems legit. It's going to be interesting to see what happens from now on. I feel like Hamish Linklater is going to become, or the, um, the in interrogator is going to become another enemy again it's going to be like an ongoing thing i love him i feel like he's like it's it's he's so a, weird like there's so guy. many characters that are kind of riding the line you know mm -hmm. it's not like uh it's not like they're bad or good but they have their own agenda and they're they're suspicious of everyone else yeah. you know like everyone especially him obviously yeah. they literally mentioned that he's like your job is to be suspicious yeah. so everyone is a suspect yeah mm -hmm. it's it yeah he calls him out but then he's like he's still right oh i As love that viewer, line like, you know i love right. that line when he's like i thought you were bad guy. it's like that's funny i thought you, you were, were the, the bad, bad guy, guy. <laughs> i'm like i love that <laughs> that was so awesome <laughs> oh my god i thought you were the bad guy <clears throat> oh my god it's so awesome oh okay so also the john ham uh excerpt that we get this time around yeah we're talking about perception and he's talking about like hounds and the ticks and then he goes on to humans and he talks about how if humans were uh treated differently their whole life you know what would yeah <laughs> what would come of that and it goes to oliver teaching this kid that uh red is the color green and green is the color red yeah and then he like sends him out in the street. He's like, remember, green um, green means uh, go and red means stop. And but he they're mixed no. in his head. Yeah. And so when the red, the, what to us is red, he knows is green, and he just walks and gets hit by a car. Gets hit by a car, and and Oliver is just like, ah, oh, god damn it, and yeah. like pulls out a pad and starts writing down. <laughs> he makes like, the funniest face. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> It's like he's taking notes. Like this is an experiment that's he's happened like, before. Oh well, <laughs> that didn't work out. Like I was kind of he it almost looked like he was half expecting it, but he was hoping it would be different. And he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, well. exactly. It's like you would you would expect like that, it. but he looked like he was hoping like, for different, different results. results. Yeah, but then he just didn't really care when it was <clears> the same. <laughs> is a delusion in itself crazy? <laughs> All right, so we have to wrap up. We got to wrap up? We got to wrap up. It's late, and okay. Chris is texting. Okay, well, we have to talk about this real quick. Okay. We have to talk about Lenny. Um, when she shows up with Amal Farouk, mm -hmm. and she's being all crazy, sketchy and shit, and they're in the astral field, 
and she's just like asking for another body like you kind of this oh. is the moment you actually realize that lenny is like a, a separate entity, entity yeah you know completely I that he's used as that. one of his pawns and she's like come on just like send me back you can make me a new body and she's being crazy as shit and like trying to be a conniving as well she's begging yeah. and he's like okay i give you a new body you live again what would you do i live the shit out of that body and then what and i'd probably die again and then what and that scene she got it got intense that shit was so like oh my god it got so intense just the haunting philosophy of that yeah. <laughs> holy shit yeah it's just like oh you're just gonna come back here again yeah you're gonna die again i'm gonna fucking do this every time that's <laughs> it, it's it's like crazy. kind of the point he was making yeah. you know he's like you you're better off here he i mean he was manipulating her too though yeah because now we realize she's captive and she can't move on it's fucking so scary it's crazy that shit's scary you wouldn't think that you would be feeling a little you know those feelings toward Lenny. <laughs> yeah. But then you're just like, oh no, she's trapped too. Yeah. Okay. Another thing. I loved how she called out the haunted house thing and like did all that. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So Carrie is trying to separate themselves. Yeah. And so they sing that song from man Carrie's like childhood. Yeah. And they separate. And then uh woman Carrie has that like rogue stripe in her hair yeah which is like a common thing for like big occurrences or like uh big moments in 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 like with rogue or like uh in the fantastic four with reed richards as well yeah it's kind of like a change in a character i feel like yeah yeah it's like the physical change that represents a yeah so i'm like wondering what the fuck's gonna go on with that as well because i feel like that's representing she's gonna become like her own person yeah i think so and like become independent of the other carrie that's gonna be it's like separated them i'm scared i love them i know i love them too it's gonna be interesting character development yeah for sure it's gonna be really interesting probably gonna be fucking comedic as shit i think so (laughs) i think so okay so after that uh the woman's like what is her name melanie melanie bird she's talking to legion it's like (laughs) the fuck out of here have a simple life you know the world's gonna keep on going and then it's the high rise with the fucking kitty cat and sid and they're talking and he reveals uh dan stevens (laughs) David, david david reveals to sid like that her future self like said to help I'm off Farouk, find his body. And she's like, well, do it then. You trust me, right? And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then you see the monk in the club, right? Yeah. Oh, no, no, you see the monk with the chattering and teeth. The chattering teeth. Broom. All the chattering teeth, which is what made me think again of that he, he must be traveling. He must be following Oliver or something because Oliver, remember, was outside of the door earlier in the episode mm-hmm. of all the... I think, I think Oliver was looking for him and he just didn't, or, or Farouk was looking for him and he just saw all the people and they're hiding him in there. And, uh, uh is it general? It's a scary room to have. Dude, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's, the, I honestly don't know how they're grinding. They're not just grinding those teeth down to, to oblivion. Yeah. Just gums. It's just, they would all be gum. Be... <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a dream. <laughs> That whole show is a goddamn dream. 
<laughs> Truth. Okay, guys. Until next week. Um, I hope you didn't hate us last week. We were really excited and we just kind of... <laughs> we know, went for it. We were going crazy. We went for it. But anyway, uh, keep on watching Legion. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Coming of Age Pod and go to our Twitter at Coming, Coming of Age Pod underscore. Yes. And you can find us on YouTube and SoundCloud and Stitcher and Apple. Yep. All under Coming of Age. And uh, subscribe, write a review. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think. You know, give us some criticism nicely. Yeah. <laughs> please, please be nice. Please. Or we have fragile egos. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.